Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in lovely Greenville, South Carolina. I am your host, Stan McCune, as always, and all of my contact information is in the show notes. Reach out to me uh, for any questions you guys might have on the show. Reach out to me if you need a realtor, if you know someone that needs a realtor. Um, I am your guy. I can help you. Um, And as always, please, if you haven't already subscribed, leave the show uh, a rating and give us a review. I really appreciate when you guys do that. I'm doing this for you guys, and that's just something that you guys can do for me in return, and I would just greatly appreciate that. Today, we're going to be talking about buying land. Buying land. Um, It's something that uh, I have been uh, dealing with lately with with some different clients. And so it's kind of front of, of mind. And it's, it's not really something we've talked about that much. Um, I don't plan for this to be a very long episode, I because I'm not going to go into a ton of detail. We're just going to assume that you're listening that uh, you don't have a ton of experience buying land. What are a few things that you need to consider that need to be a part of the of the consideration as you uh, look to purchase land as you are doing your due diligence and all of that. There is right now in this market a lot of people that are starting to look towards purchasing land. That is more and more questions that I'm getting from people. Can I purchase land and then just build my own house? I'll hire a contractor, just build my own house. Um, And the answer is yes, but you have to understand the challenges of doing that. It's not, uh, it's obviously not the easiest thing in the world. And so there are some questions that need to be asked when buying land. I think the question, really the first question you need to ask is, is there a contractor that you already have that you want to do this project? That's so important. And, and last episode, we talked about uh, vetting out different parts of your dream team and the contractor, your, your real estate dream team. And the contractor was one of the parties that we discussed. Really, if you're looking at land before you've looked at a contractor, it's pretty much cart before the horse. Because what good is the land going to do you if you can't build on it? Now, there are some situations where maybe there is just a great opportunity for land um, something that just came on the market that's just incredible, and and maybe you don't know who your contractor is going to be, but you don't want to lose out on the land. Uh, okay, I get that. That might be a situation where you do get the cart before the horse. But if you're looking at land, you need to be interviewing contractors as well. You need to be getting your your contractor teed up. Make sure that you have someone, uh, really a couple of people at least kind of teed up and in line for if you find the land that you can start moving forward with the process. And honestly, you probably need to start uh, working on designs. Now, you you might, uh, and, and by designs, I mean designs for the house. Um, now, you'll probably have to, to sign a contract with the contractor. You'll probably have to start paying the money to do that. Um, but that's going to really impact a lot of different things when it comes to the land itself, when it comes to how you approach purchasing the land itself. And so that's the first question, the first matter to address is the one of the contractor. Who is the contractor going to be? And uh, do you have good rapport with that person? Have you already started the process with that person? 
that will help you a lot. The second question you need to ask yourself is, are you willing to wait? Because this is a long process. It's not like, you know, we're used to seeing production builders go into a neighborhood and after like, you know, three months, they already have their first houses that are that are up and uh, and that you can see in the property. That's that's just not the way it works when you're building a custom home. And so you need to keep that in mind. Um, it's going to take a while. It, it depends on the land. It depends on the contractor. But I would I would budget for uh, a, a good year. Again, depending on on what all you're doing, you need to be thinking in those terms. Right now, uh, a lot of contractors are booked up, so they can't even start the project probably uh, for several weeks, perhaps even several months. Um, are you willing to wait, or are you looking to move now? Are you looking to take advantage of of the good interest rates that we have right now? They're still good, by the way. Not not quite as good as they were last year, but they're still quite good. Um, at least as of when I'm recording this, which I'm recording this actually. Uh, at the end of March, um, I do record some of these ahead. So hopefully uh, not a ton has changed uh, since I recorded this and, and released this podcast. Um, the third question you need to ask yourself is, can I do what I want to do with this land? And, and this is, of course, a very important question. There are a lot of, again, I'm not going to go too deep into this, but there are a lot of considerations to consider with this. Um, the very basic are looking at the topography, looking at the floodplains in the area, um, you can get a sense right away of, of some things. So you can go on FEMA's website and see if something is in a, a floodplain. Um, that's really the, the first thing to do. That's a, a really simple part of the process. Um, obviously, looking at the top- topography is a very important part of it as well. Are you wanting a basement home? Well, if you're on, if you're buying a flat piece of land, you're gonna have a hard time putting a basement in there, right? What are you gonna do? Excavate and and dig out a, a massive hole so that you can drop a basement in there? Um, that that's not very simple, um, and 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 it's certainly not recommended. Um, what type of restrictions are there? And and uh, restrictions uh, come in a variety of forms. Uh, obviously, we need to look at the zoning and the land use and all of those things. And, and sometimes the county, whatever county it is that you're looking to build in, is willing to modify some of those things. But oftentimes, you're, you're kind of stuck with the actual uh, zoning and the actual land use and whatnot that is there. Um, you also need to consider things like, are there back taxes? You know, if, if there was something that you're purchasing that was like, uh, originally used as uh, farm uh, type of property, and now they're trying to sell it off. They might have all sorts of back taxes that need to pay. Who's going to pay that? Um, is that something that uh, that is going to be a deal breaker for you? Um, so you can kind of start to get out in front of that by just looking ahead at the zoning, looking ahead at what. Uh, the land used to be used for. There, there can also be what we call deed restrictions, and uh, these could also be called restrictive covenants. But even in an area that doesn't have an HOA, now obviously you want to see, does it have an HOA first, first and foremost? Even if it doesn't have an HOA, there could be deed restrictions. And what happens is some people, when they sell off land, 
Um, they want to ensure that things don't happen to that land, that they don't want to happen to it. Uh, this is most common when, for instance, someone owns like 20 acres and they split off like five acres and, and sell that off, but they want to keep the other 15. So they want to restrict how those five acres right next to them are used. And so they'll put some, uh, some deed restrictions in there. Um, that can restrict how you use the property. Um, there are, of course, different restrictions based on whether you're in the city versus the county uh, and, and all sorts of, of different things like that. Some lots don't allow you to build multiple houses on them. Some do. Um, some it can't exceed a certain size. Some it has a minimum size. I mean, there's all sorts of different things, a ton of different things you need to consider. Um, and, and we're not going into all of that detail here. Let me just tell you, if you're looking at land, um, it, it's not as simple as just, oh, I'm just going to buy this land and just throw a house up on it or throw a duplex up on it or build apartments on it. Um, there's a lot to consider. You're going to have a due diligence period, ideally, and um, you want to check to see um, what's available out here. Do we have a sewer? Are we going to have to do a septic tank? Do we have water? Are we going to have to do a well? Um, these are things that come up in the in the due diligence, and and you know if you have to have a septic, then you have to do what's called a perk test, and that actually involves them like drilling into the ground, and you might find that you can't put the house uh, where you want to based on the perk test. Um, so there's all sorts of different considerations like that. Um, the nice thing is that the our South Carolina land contract we actually have a specific contract form for land um, it does cover a lot of those things in there there are different contingencies in there that are land specific and uh, and so that comes in handy but um, but there are so many different things to consider you want to make sure that you have and this is also part of why it's good to have the contractor uh, teed up on the front end because the contractor might see some things that are are uh, red flags to him or to her, um, and uh, those are things that perhaps you wouldn't first notice, or or maybe that I wouldn't even first notice. I'm not a contractor. Um, I I've never built a house from the ground up with my own hands, um, and so it's good to have those people to help you out uh, going through that process. And of course, I assist in a variety of ways uh, when it comes to that as well. And the fourth question, and this is a, obviously a very important question, is uh, how do you want to buy this land? And there are several different ways that you can do it, um, but the, there are kind of three that are the most common. And we're going to go in order from simplest to hardest. The simplest is to just buy with cash. Uh, buying with cash is the cleanest way to do it. It uh, gets you the land up front, and then you can... Uh, start doing whatever you want to do on it. And it, it just gives you flexibility. You don't have to worry about, you know, all the, the different aspects of getting financing on it. You don't have to, to deal with all the headaches of, of having the financing contingency and then possibly losing out on the land purchase because of that. Um, all of these different things. But a lot of people don't have the cash to, to purchase land, which is understandable. Um, and so then at that point, they have to finance it. And there are really, um, there's more than just two routes, but there are two uh, popular routes to go. 
and they kind of overlap a little bit. So the one is you can just finance the land. Now, there aren't very many banks that will do that, um, but there are some in this area that will just provide you financing for the land. And then after that, you can then get financing uh, on the home itself, on the construction. Now, when you do that, probably your, your construction loan is probably going to buy out the land loan. So you're not going to have a loan on the land and a loan on the house. The bank that's financing the construction, they don't like that. They want to make sure that they have the whole enchilada. Um, they're going to buy out your land loan so that you have everything ultimately under one umbrella. So you might say, well, why don't I just do the construction loan first? Well, you certainly can do that, but now you have to understand that now you just added a layer of complexity to the land purchase where now you have to basically have everything teed up as part of the land purchase itself. You have to you know, have all those permits ordered. You have to have all your house plans designed, everything teed up as if you are building the house uh, pretty much right away in order to just purchase the land. And you might not be ready for that. You might not have all of that designed out. You might not be uh, fully prepared for um, all of the aspects of that. Uh, everything that goes into that, your contractor might need more time. Um, and so unless you have done that, that can be kind of a difficult way to purchase the land. For most people, the simpler way is to, to go the route of buying cash or financing the land and then getting that construction loan later. But technically, you can do it all at the same time. And, and some of these construction loans, um, depending on the lender, um, they might lock you in with a rate right up front. And this is what your rate is going to be. This is going to be a what we call a construction perm loan. You're going to have this rate for 30 years. Um, and others might uh, give you an upfront rate and then say, we're gonna lock you in with your permanent rate later on 30 to 60 days out um, from the uh, completion of the, uh, of the home being built. Um, and, and really between the two of them, the better option is the ones that will give you the rate upfront because usually they still have the flexibility. Let's say that rates go down Usually, they still have the fl flexibility to relock your rate with the lower uh, with the lower rate later, um, and so uh, that's something that you have to talk to uh, your lender about. And obviously, I can recommend lenders like I always do uh, for for my clients that need them. But um, but but those are all the the things to uh, consider there. Now, a question that I frequently get is, you know, about. Um, the actual contractors, if we can kind of backtrack a little bit, because I've gone through the, the 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 main questions to consider, but then kind of a side note question that goes back to the contractor question is, can you use a production builder on your own land? For instance, can you use like SK Builders, which is a reasonable builder around here? Um, will they build a custom home on my land? And oftentimes the answer is yes, but uh, production builders, you know, they have a certain way of doing things, and uh, yes, they are can be a little bit more economical in a lot of ways. But oftentimes, you're you're going to be better off just getting a company that specializes in custom homes versus a contractor that um, is 
more comfortably a production home builder just doing a bunch of communities. Um, and so that's the situation. You definitely want to interview a lot of different people if you don't have one already and make sure that you get one that you're comfortable with. Those, those production home builders, um, they, you know, they don't do a ton of custom homes. They're not designed. They don't have their an organizational structure oftentimes that is really designed for that. Um, and so there's a lot to consider, um, when you're, when you're dealing with them that you might run into some frustrating things down the road. And so I would just caution you as a side note, caution you about that. Oftentimes it's better to go with a smaller local builder than a production type of builder. At the end of the day, it's your home and it's your land. And so these are, that is a, a really quick overview of purchasing land, some things to consider if you've not thought through them. Um, maybe at some point down the road, we'll do a little bit more in detail episode about that. Uh, but for now, that's it. That's all that we're going to do for land purchasing. If you have further questions, let me know. I'd be happy to help you out. All my contact information is in the show notes. Yes, and rate and review uh, and subscribe. All those things like we always like I always tell you guys to do. I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate all my clients. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. 